Hey, BGT fam, we are bringing you something really special this week. And I know you all are wondering, two episodes in one week, what did we do to deserve these BGT blessings? Well, with so much great and life-changing information out there these days about sex, love, and the science of intimacy, problem is, as a lot of us know, most of it is so damn dry. That's where Lovers and Friend podcast comes in. It's an exciting new show from Stitcher's Moore Sauce Network and sexologist Shan Boudram. Everyone needs to be their own sex and relationship expert, but if you have never thought of yourself as one before, let today be the day that the games and gains begin. All know Shan is one of our faves. She came on our show two years ago, so make sure you hear her on episode 66. And she dropped so many gems. Shan does not shy away from keeping it real and addressing a range of topics. Expect to hear about everything from porn and sexy noises to conversations around consent and STDs. Shan describes herself a lot as Dr. Ruth meets Rihanna, and we think you will definitely understand why when you hear the show. We are even more hyped because we get to share a special clip of Lovers and Friends for you today, and it's all about orgasms. The guest in what you're about to hear is Dr. Courtney Poucher. She's a leading labiaplasty surgeon, and Shan got a treatment from Dr. Poucher called the O-Shot. The O-Shot treatment involves injecting the clitoris, labia, and G-spot with platelets, a substance in your blood that contains healing proteins called growth factors extracted from your own blood in order to improve the sexual experience. I'll stop ranting, but you're going to hear from Shan and Dr. Poucher and get very intimate with Shan and her O-spot in just a minute. And if you like what you hear, remember to follow the show on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts. Alrighty. Dr. Poucher, tell me about my vagina. Your vagina, I have to say, is pretty outstanding in that you just had a child less than a year ago and the opening or the orifice of the vagina is pretty small. So that's lovely. Kudos to you. Maybe, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But um, the most notable thing about your vagina was that you have prominent hymen tags. So hymen tags are the remnants of the hymen after it has been broken um, from whatever broke it. And yours are just really fluffy, which isn't bad or good. It's just an observation. Fluffy. What does that mean? I mean, so they, the tissue is young and thick and supple, which is good. So as we get older, the vagina gets really smooth and thin and pale and yours is pink and fluffy and happy, which is good. Well, does that Is that blocking me from sensation? Not at all. In fact, the hymen tissue can have a lot of sensation in it. So the fact that yours is fluffy may actually be a bonus for you. Some women, it has so much sensation that it actually causes them pain. They can have an issue with um, vulvodynia or or vaginal pain because of their hymen. Some women have it after it's been broken, which is bad. Um, But for you, it's just prominent. It's the first thing I see. There's a lot of them and they are thick. Would I be able to see it? Because I've taken a mirror down there and I've never thought, what is that tissue? Yeah, you would be able to see it. In fact, is that when you opened up the vagina or is that on the vulva? Uh, it's inside. So when you just spread the inner labia, mm. the labia minora, it's for you, it's the first thing you're going to see. Some people, it's like another centimeter further in, but yours is right there, front and center. Mm. Right now, with how fluffy yours is, it's not hanging out. At some point, as it tends to thin, as we get older and lose estrogen, it may start to hang out. And you have uh, four of them. Oh my, and the fact that you remember this from your very brief... <laughs> 
<laughs> introduction. So when you're doing the G-shot, what are you looking for? So when I'm doing the G-shot, you're looking for the urethra and you want to go under the urethra. So the urethra sits at the top of the vagina or the anterior wall. Mm. You want to be just underneath it. You would go in like two centimeters. And then some people's will be a little to the left. Some will be midline. Some will be to the right. I found, interestingly enough, more people's is to the left. But I make sure that I just cover that whole area. I went in your vagina just under your urethra mm. um, and just angle the needle so it goes up and into that mucosal tissue there. Is there anything you can educate me on in terms of what I should be doing in sex based on what you saw? Your anatomy is pretty down the line standard, but I don't know your sensation. So that's always the key. And I didn't, I didn't examine your pubic bone. That would be a key to some people for sex. The type of the opening to the pelvis can change like the position and the position of your uterus. If you have a Tilted uterus forward versus tilted backward can change that sensation when I was telling you about how feeling the need to urinate. Except for some women, getting ready to have a non-clitoral orgasm with without clitoral stimulation will feel like you have to go to the bathroom. I have educated so many women. I'm like, does it ever happen that you're having sex and you feel all of a sudden like you have to pee? Yeah. I'm like, you're getting ready to orgasm. That's what that feeling is. You're not going to pee, I promise. You're not going to pee on them. Instead of then shrinking away from that feeling, like, oh my gosh, I don't want to have an accident. Just go ahead and let yourself fall into that feeling. And so many of them have had success with that. They're like, oh my gosh, you mean it is real? Because I don't ever get that urination uh, feeling. Oh. People talk about that need to pee. I've never experienced that before. All right. So that has some new work to do. You've got some positions to try. I got Going a little position. to the left, a little to the right. Okay. Find, the other part that's interesting about that is you know about the clitoral complex. It's not like it's just the little nub that sticks out. It goes back around and surrounds the entire vaginal orifice. So really, some people say that a true vaginal orgasm isn't real because that complex is surrounding the entire vaginal orifice. So it's being stimulated. I, I still would disagree because the generation of that explosion that I feel when it happens is not have anything to do with the orifice, which can be stimulated all by itself, right? If you've ever had a clitoral orgasm without touching the actual glands of the clitoris, you can have one. Absolutely. But when this happens, it's from deep It's in. a different feeling. Oh, yeah. I love how your eyes light up every time that you say this. <laughs> all right. So I had the Oh, shot. What's my aftercare? Do I go into the car and have sex now? Absolutely. Am I going to be numb still? Some people, very first day, it's right there and they're like, wow, I feel such a difference. And some people, it takes a couple days. So I'm like, oh, guess what your prescription is? Go have sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, multiple times a day. <laughs> are you writing that down, Jared? As we have a household of literally, how many people are staying with us right now? Six people. Oh. Um but it's a joy. Hey, that's what makes it more fun. There are people listening right now who are completely torn. They're torn because they want to find acceptance and love in the way that they are right now. But on the flip side, they think to themselves, I'm not completely happy. I'm not completely confident. If you're in that middle line, what would you say to that person? I would say try to imagine it the other way. You're already living the way that you are, right? And, and you already have a sense of not being completely happy there. And you've had an opportunity to find your happiness there. So without doing it, try to put yourself in the position of what if I did do this? How might I feel? And weigh the pros and cons and say to yourself, 
oh, I do think I would feel better if I did it. I can tell you, none of my patients say they wish they didn't do this. Why invest in your pleasure? Because it it really leads to a happier life, in my opinion. Those endorphins and those feelings, so you have less depression, less anxiety. It brings you closer with your partner or partners. And it feels good. I mean, it's kind of like stroking that id, like the sense of you. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I hope not because I did it. So it's too late. If there is, then I'm wrong. I'm dead ass wrong. Lovers and friends. You can listen to Lovers and Friends right now. Follow the show on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or any major streaming audio platform right now.